hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. I have with us on the show today guest Terry P. Mitchell, who is a community leader and, and a business leader in the Austin community. Welcome to the show, Terry. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, AJ. Yeah, I, I want to add you're also my Gemini twin as well. We're uh, both May 31st uh, babies. Yes, yes. The best day ever. Right? <laughs> two and one. Two and one. Yeah. Great. Well, first, Terry, I want to talk about the Black Leaders Collective. It's a initiative that's been going on for about a little over two years now. I know started during the part of the, of the pandemic, but we want to go into that and talk about just the, the what, why, and how of what the group's done and where you want to go. And then, I'll, then I want to talk about your entrepreneurial journey in the expansive uh, Mitchell Enterprise system that <laughs> you have. So with that, let's start with the uh, Black Leaders Collective. Yeah, yeah. Well, AJ, um, the Black Leaders Collective, like you mentioned, it was formed kind of um, in, the, in the thick of the pandemic, actually, um, in June of 2020. Um, and honestly, it wasn't supposed to be an organization. We were just supposed to be coming together as leaders to, to um, converse about a few things. So I'll, I'll back it up. Um, you know, February of 2020, I had my baby girl. And then March of 2020, the world as we knew it ended. And, you know, we were in this space, in the pandemic, in this space of uh, COVID land. Um, and then in May of 2020, the world seen George Floyd um, uh, murdered together. Um, and so off the back of that and the uh, murder here locally, uh, Mike Ramos, we, um, I, I helped um, Austin Justice Coalition quite a bit. And um, at the time there were some riots going on and um, it started getting violent. We put, we, you know, uh, pulled back on um, any more uh, riots because we want to continue to be a, a peaceful organization. And what happened uh, was the community uproared when one big uh, uh, protest that we were putting together got um, canceled. Mm -hmm. Uh, we okay. put out why, and then um, a few months later, a few weeks later, we had the protest. It was peaceful, about 15,000 um, civilians came out, not one was harmed. Um, directly after that, we came back and the question was like, what should we do from here, right? Like what needs to be done in our debrief? And we knew that black leaders were not showing up for each other. Um, and especially around something where we should have been showing up for each other. Um, um, we should have all been on one accord. So I said, I wanted to bring leaders together to discuss how we move forward, um, like a path forward, how we function in the community. Um, and, you know, I understand that we're not a monolith. I also understand that we have different views and perspectives on what it means to be um, Black in America, but there is a, 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 a forum that we can have as, as a Black body. And so we came together and two things came from that. One was that we needed to look in, into how we've internalized racism as an individual and as a collective. So we started doing um, world-renowned facility uh, 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 facilitations um, around group therapy and how we have um, internalized racism in our minds, our bodies, our souls, and therefore the community. Um, and then we also needed to come together as a, as a unit to carve out a strategy on what Black liberation in Central Texas looked like. So we created a seven generational um, uh, 
plan um, to move us forward. And that's pretty much ever since then, we've done some incredible things. We've, uh, you know, raised about three uh, resolutions in city council. Uh, we've pioneered and championed for the Black uh, Health, Black Men's Health Clinic that's now open, um, you know, really doing some co-creation in AISD. I mean, all of the things. We are like in all of the spaces. I get your emails. So I'm quite aware. And then also during Winter Storm year, uh, year as well. I know you're active in that. Really, really active during the storm, winter storm, Yuri. We got kind of thrown into this wall space like we all did, but you know we're gonna show up for the community and um, wherever is needed. And that was a big time. So during that time, we were able to get about uh, get family uh, families food and um, and essential resources. We were able to serve about thirty six thousand individuals, and a lot of those programs still stand to the till. Uh, still stand today. So we are currently have a Feeding the Village um, program. Uh, we've partnered with Good Works um, um, and we go out and give culturally proficient um, and healthy and delicious food to the underserved and the unhoused. Um, and, and we're doing about 9,000 or so units of that a, a month. So that program is still going. Um, really, really proud of that and how we've been able to partner with our um, Black um, food trucks and um, restauranteurs to get them a different stream of income while serving the community. So it's an incredible program. Um, yeah, really excited about all the incredible things we've done around Winter Storm Yuri. Yeah, I want, I want to give a shout out to your co-founder, uh, Sharonda Robinson, as well. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, no, mm -hmm. and then the queen. The queen. What a what, What's as y'all look to the fall and then to 2023, you know, we're coming out of well, a pandemic and hopefully the this, this monkeypox thing doesn't, um, you know, blow up like the, the last one. But what do you think yeah. of initiatives? Um, you know, we, you know, we know we're gonna have a new council relative or a newer council coming in in, in January. Um, you know, probably I, mean, I expect that we're probably gonna have a similar winter condition, winter storm condition. Unfortunately, this year or this next year, rather in January, February, what what are the things you are looking to do? Just you know, beyond kind of the kind of response to uh, to different pandemics or winter, winter or weather events, uh, what what exactly yeah. are you looking to develop going forward, and also what ways people can get involved? And we'll put contact contacts in the show notes, but anything you want to highlight now? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. But you, you know, you're absolutely right. One of the things with BLC is we're trying, uh, attempting to get out of the reactionary phase of things and be more in the proactive space. And so, you know, you'll see that in examples such as we, we were able to push up the public health commission. We've never in the city of Austin had a public health commission. We've had parks commissions and library commissions and all of the commissions, but for whatever reason around the most important um, piece to a, a decent quality of life. We don't have a commission around that. And so we were able to push that forward and to get out of the reactionary phase um, and really create, again, this collective um, uh, 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 way of creating strategy um, and, and being more proactive. So we've done things like that, which should help with um, getting us all on one accord and being able to create commun uh, communication channels more um, 
swiftly and sufficiently. We're, we've also sit directly after the pandemic started working on a pandemic plan, um, given all of the feedback that we received during that time um, and, you know, knowing and analyses and on how other um, um, cities that, you know, are used to these types of inclement weather, you know, are usually marching forward. And so we've actually created plans. We've pushed those plans forward to the Travis County Commissioners and our city council, um, and also helped quite a bit with um, the, the uh, commissioner team that was actually working on a city plan um, to, for them to have um, the, have a strategy from the black lens because that's a very different lens and we had a very different experience during both the pandemic and winter storm Yuri. so it's really important and, I, and what i appreciate is that all of these authority figures that be are really looking to the black leaders collective for the black lens for the black voice um and and consider us uh you know co-creators and a lot of this work but we're looking to be more proactive by putting plans together by put, putting communication and um and strategy together so you know there's a rollout on exactly where to go and what to do if and when another um, um storm such as winter storm yuri comes comes our way because it will happen again yeah unfortunately unfortunately yeah uh, you know, well, I love the work Black Leaders Collective is doing. Big fan of you and Sharonda, and, and the, I mean everyone involved with it. And uh, you know, just where I, where the where BAM group sits in terms of lobbying and everything else. I mean, I think the kind of advocacy y'all are pushing more the grass top. I mean, grassroots is part of it. It's really the grass tops. You're getting the, you know the the owners of companies and leaders together to, to drive policy as what the city needs. And um, I look forward to seeing what y'all how it develops um, and engaging in that as well. I know you've been <laughs> getting engaged I'm more. more I'm so grateful. No, I'm grateful for your support, you know, and your your you're like a personal advisor to me, and I can come to you, you know, when I have questions um, of concern on how how the city moves, how government moves. You know, you really give me sound advice, and um, I do look forward in more ways and get in engaging with you and Black Leaders Collective and other community things. I'm grateful for our organic relationship and how it's unfolding to so much bigger things. I would say that it's a good segue into your entrepreneurial journey because I. I think I first, you know, you know, and it's funny with this city because there's not relatively speaking that many black people here <laughs> overall, yeah. overall, but you know, like I knew who you were, but I don't think we ever, you know, I'm sure our paths, I know our paths have crossed over the years. Yeah. I, I you're, you were born and raised here. I grew up here, but I, I, I'd heard about your stuff, what you're doing. And then, you know, but I had to, again, I think this is a lesson for anyone, I think moving to any new city, but I think particularly, you know, in the, in the black community here, there's few of us, but you still got to pick up the phone and call someone if you want to, you know, or someone has to start that conversation. So, you know, I remember, I don't know if I reached out to you or whatever, but we got that going. And then I think it, is, it doesn't help that we're both very busy people. And so just like, look, when I get your five minutes, we'll do it. But, you know, I, never finally, I think we finally set up in person. You know, David, we had a pandemic and, you know, he had childbirth and everything else going on. We finally had a good sit down, had a good out. I mean, that was the impetus for the show, actually, because that could have been a show in itself. Um, <laughs> really but talk, yeah but talking about just reaching out like you know i so i first heard about you through um or of you in good ways through the was it a uh black or black austin socialite right oh yeah yeah the austin socialite yeah 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 and that was i mean just talk about that and i mean talk about your 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 story growing up in austin i know it's because i think it's, it's intricately tied 
For sure, it really is. Yeah. So, um, to, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, much like you were unicorns, I was born and raised here uh, on in old East Austin to a single mom and um, two sisters. Um, and um, we didn't have much as far as assets, but we were rich in love. So it wasn't until later that I realized, oh, maybe we didn't have as much money as everyone because, you know, my mom was just amazing and made things shake. But um, my mom, should always keep me on in the schools on the west side of town. You know, it's not, it's, it, you know, in, in this city, it's not, um, a, a secret that the resources are pushed to the west side of town and the east side of town, our schools, parks, and all of the other um, pieces um, are, are usually much less and, and farther behind. And so she would push us over to the schools on the west side of town, which is why I fared, I believe, different than my, my neighbors and the peers that I grew up with um, to, to certain degrees. But um, where'd, you go, where'd you go to high school? I went to Austin High. Austin High, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Austin High and then went off to UT. Um, and then after that, left and thought I was never coming back to Austin. Um, but uh, started dating a guy through the Austin Socialites, actually. And, you know, moved back home. And he's now my husband. Shout out to Elon Mitchell. Um, but so that, that kind of brought me back. And I didn't know at the time why I was coming back. Like, I, I wanted to leave the city for all the things. But... Um, I know now why, you know, um, I'm, I'm back because, you know, we really do need to pour back into our, our black community and, um, you know, it, it make a big noise about how the return on the investment of, of marginalized communities, it, it really does return a, a big investment. And so um, I'm here to like, kind of like move that forward and I'm really excited, but the Austin Socialite was my first baby. Um, and I, like I mentioned, I wasn't even here when I started it. I was living in Dallas at the time, but a friend was coming to get her master's or she was here to get her master's from Atlanta. And she was like, girl, what's going on with like Austin? Like I'm so tired of Sixth Street. I can't do that anymore. And I was like, oh, there's so many more things than just Sixth Street. You know, there's a whole community, but it's really hard to tap into, you know, if you're not from here and, and things like that. So I really just started an event listing. Um, you know, to, for her and other transplants to really know what was going on, um, you know, like for the hip, young, young urban community. Um, and I didn't realize how much of a need it was. I underestimated that. And um, it blew up like very quickly. And before long, a lot of small businesses and um, um, event coordinators and, and event venues and all of the things were pouring in to want promotion from our from our viewers and um after that we started creating our own events well then the city of austin started looking at what we were doing and said hey you know we're having an issue with like this black exodus right there's black people leaving the city how can you help us like through programming so we started working with the city of austin on some social impact and quality of life events like urban health expo and um, and the Black Business Expo and, you know, just things to really like engage the community from a social impact lens and was really, really, um, and, and have continued to do that work. Um, and so that was like my natural, um, that was my first baby and it's opened up so many doors. You know, I do believe it's been the route to all of my other businesses. My husband and I, our big business is um, Co Tech. We have a software SaaS uh, services firm, right? We service uh 
uh, we have software services for government entities such as like USDA, USAA, the military. Um, those are some of our clients. We're also, um, we also own a, a salon in Pflugerville. It houses about 11 um, amazingly talented beauty experts. Um, and we, we are getting into the space of being um, small business investors. So because we understand marginalized communities, you can really go to a bank or other traditional um, form uh, lending um, forms for capital. And so we've kind of stepped in. If you have a business and it's kind of on the cusp, you know, we'll come in to kind of help move it to and scale it. And so really excited about that. And that allows me the privilege of my time to do this community work. Right. And so I'm able to really go to these meetings, go to, you know, um, be in these spaces, take up space, you know, and, and also advocate at a very loud level. Because I also realized that many of us are in the systems. And when you're in the system, there's only so much you can do to move the needle without, you know, causing too much harm for yourself. And so I can come in there in my very loud and proud way, you know, and, and, get, and get things moving. Um, and so really, really proud and grateful and don't take um, my privilege for granted in any way. We're definitely inspiration in me for sure. I know um, I get anytime we speak, I get uh, a lot of energy for my uh, for my current endeavor, the group, and also just solve it. I like I like to say about the doors because I tell this to you know, you know I talk to mentees or anyone, you know I I I had I never had a dream to have a firm. I wanted to be build a team, right? And then it so happened that my journey to building a team was building my own team. But walking through that door, I remember the, the day that I sent an email out announcing the firm was opening that you know that that virtual door we will and uh but you think okay that's it you're in this room that's your company and that's your thing and what it really is at least from my experience I mean, people talk to it's it's a it's a hallway full of other possibilities right or a big a big room but it has multiple doors in there and maybe you want to go with this one that one but it it's just you know one thing opens and it just op it, and things domino from there in, in good ways yeah. it makes yeah. it good it really is and i love that you said that you know you weren't really focused on building a firm, right? You were focused on building a team. And I do believe that is the core of business, right? Like the more and more that I realize in government and business and it's inner workings, I realize the core of it is really relationship, right? And team building and love, right? And if you have that, then naturally whatever you're working on together is going to really manifest and grow. So, you know, I love that that is your core. No wonder, you know, your, your firm has been so successful in such a short amount of time because you're focused um, on the people versus the product versus, you know, and, and that is truly the source of business. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just commend you for that. And, and I always want to do things from a space of love. You know, I always want to do things from a space of calling people in versus out and creating relationship. That's how you move the needle forward in business and this equity work. Mm -hmm. You know, when we talk about like racism, I, I truly believe like there's more people in Austin and in central Texas that love than hate, but because we've been so divided and so disconnected, you know, it leaves a lot to, you know, for the imagination and for the unknown territory. And so I, I, I find it to be a responsibility to create opportunities for everyone to come together, right? I'm creating path. We want to create pathways for um, our, our co different communities to, to bridge together and know that 
we have so much more in common than we do differently. Like we all just want a decent quality life for our family, ourselves and our family. That's really to the core all we want and to be loved and and, and have a place of belonging, right? Mm-hmm. And and there's so much space for us all to, to be in that. And so um, that, that connection piece that you're talking about, that relationship piece, it's in business, it's in friendship, it's in marriage, it's in, you know, it's in community. And I think if we get back to that at the core, um, Austin is, we're going to continue to see Austin, uh, you know, rise in so many, so many more ways. Mm-hmm. Well, Terry, I look, well, that was all well said. I look forward to the work ahead with you and building that Austin And, uh, you want to thank you for your time. Terry P. Mitchell is the <laughs> co-founder of Black Leaders Collective and a multi-company entrepreneur, or was it a multi-company entrepreneur or serial entrepreneur? Yeah. Serial entrepreneur. Uh, mother and a wife and a native Austinite, Terry P. Mitchell. Thank you for your time. Love, you, love to have you back on the show in the future um, and you're an inspiration. Thank you so much, AJ. Grateful for your time. You're an inspiration to me. Keep rocking. <laughs>